Rankium. This week, Tiberius 3. Welcome to Roman Emperor's Totalis Rankium. I am Jamie. And I'm Rob, ranking all of the emperors from Augustus to Constantine Eleven. Now we're doing Tiberius Three. Yeah, wonderful. Shock to the name there. Yeah, because I thought it was going to be Absma. 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 Yeah, well, we'll find out what happens there. Yeah. Yeah, but this is part two of two episodes being released this weekend, just in case you're listening to this one first. There's Leontius's episode. Don't forget about it. No. No. Even though history did. Yes, they certainly did. But still listen to the episode. I mean, it's still worth a listen. Yeah. Yeah. We made some insights, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Really fleshed the bone. (laughs) Yes, we did. Okay. Tiberius lasted longer than Leontius. Right. There's a ten-year gap between the two Justinian rules. Oh, really? Yeah. So I suppose you a longer episode, then. Uh, No. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) If anything, we know less about Tiberius than we do about Leontius. Excellent. So let's jump in, shall we? At some point, there was a boy named Absamar. It would appear he came from a Germanic family who lived in Anatolia, maybe. We don't know. Hmm. At some point, you ready for this? Yeah, yeah. He joined the army. And rose through the oh, ranks! Yes, he did! Oh. Do you oh. know what? I'm hoping that people listen to this now and actually copy along. Yeah, when we say all that. together now. <laughs> <laughs> rose through the ranks! <laughs> we should record a song. Um, yeah, anyway, that's a, that's it. That's his early life. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> By the time <laughs> that Justinian was deposed, so yes, we're already there. Wow. Yeah. Um, he was an admiral in the fleet. High up, but not at the top. He's not, like, <gasps> leading the fleet. He's just... Uh, admiral. Yeah, middle admiral. manager. Middle manager, that's what he is. Oh, big moustache. Big blue jacket with white line things on with gold bits. A big puffy hat with a big feather in. Admiral. On a boat. I see. I, I'm thinking white uniform. Oh, are you? Yeah. I was going like 1700. Off, officer and a gentleman style. Ooh. Yeah, maybe a mixture of the two. Ooh. Yeah. Like top half or bottom half? Or half half? <laughs> yeah, left half and right <laughs> half. Yeah. So there you go. Um, I mean, he probably did all sorts of fun and exciting stuff. I mean, he was probably he probably invented steam power, but didn't tell anyone about it. That's the um, kind of thing he would do. Yeah, he he probably found a cure for the plague. The plague, the yeah. plague. Yeah. But didn't think anyone would be interested. Kept he it, did quiet. it away. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, world hunger. He got rid of that. Yeah. Genetic manipulation of plants and children. Yeah. To get rid of any like illnesses yeah, from it was great. newborns. Popped to the moon one day in his newfangled rocket ship that he created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All sorts, but it's lost to history, so we don't really know. I think his best invention was something like it connected up parchments and scrolls to other parchments and scrolls that were on the other side of the world. And you could communicate, you could write on one, it would transmit it automatically to another one far away. You could access all the information in a library and stuff. You're saying he invented Roger? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, um, so there you go. I mean, that that is it. Uh, this is all we've got. Um, he went to Carthage to go and take it back because it got taken. So John, remember, John was in charge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jeff's capable friend. Yes. Yeah. Now, end of last episode, John suddenly disappeared. He did. It confused me. Yeah, and Absamar was in charge. Well, now yeah. we get to find out what happens. Oh, Anton. Yes. Well, John is in charge and Absamar is one of the people under John. 
So he's he's got his, he's in charge of some of the ships. Okay. Yeah. As we saw, John very successful to begin with, and Absamar would have been involved in the fighting somehow. So he helped drive that garrison off that's in Carthage. The Arabian forces were not expecting the Roman fleet so soon. They were forced out of the city. The Romans were able to cut the chain, like I mentioned. They yeah. go into the harbour. They they generally make themselves at home. Nice. Chill yeah. out a bit. Chill out. Under the top button on their trousers. Ooh. Put their feet up. Hands down their pants. Yeah. Rearranging themselves. Yes. Gleefully. Yeah. One of a bit too much. <laughs> yeah. It's like, John, no. <laughs> That's why he's taken out, because... <laughs> spent a bit too long doing that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they're wintering, remember, in Carthage. Yes. However, the Arab general in the area, a man named Hassan, soon pulled his forces together and led the counterattack I mentioned. After a winter of preparing, Hassan had gathered reinforcements from the Caliph and was able to attack the city with perhaps 40,000 men. That's a lot of men. Yeah, uh, there was no way John would be able to deal with this. So, John does the only sensible thing, gets back on the boat, sails into the Mediterranean. Right, got a decision to make now. Now, Leontius had been quite clear what he wanted when he'd given the orders. Don't retreat. No matter what you do, the last thing you should ever do is retreat. Yeah, yeah. You must take Carthage. That's it. If you retreat, I'll kill you. Pretty much. Take the city back. Reclaim Africa. But they didn't have any choice. The only sensible option is to get back on the ships, head east, gather reinforcements, just like the Caliphate did, and uh, mount a counter-counter-attack. Makes sense. So, they go to Crete to, to sort themselves out. That's where they stop. Now, whether John planned to go all the way back to Constantinople or not, we don't know. What we do know is that there were a lot of men in the army who were not happy with going back. Mm. Now, sources claim that um, the men feared uh, retaliation if they went back. So maybe it was shame. Maybe they thought John had just given up too easily. But we know that the men started talking of mutiny. <gasps> yeah, we, we've given up on this too early. After all, they were in Carthage and they, they were winning. We we fled without a fight. We were there. My, yeah. my hand was right down there. <laughs> yeah, I felt so at home. <laughs> I put Christmas decorations up. Yeah. I mean, it's not December yet, but I was, Doesn't I was prepping. Yeah. Yeah. Dusted off the tinsel. Yeah. Anyway, uh, th- this mutinous talk wasn't the high high ops, more the supporting generals, men like Absamar. Soon enough, it was decided that Absamar would be the best man to lead the revolt. Or alternative theory here. Perhaps the revolt occurred, then everyone looked around over the body of John and went, um... (laughs) Whoops! Yeah. Asked that question that is depressingly common after a coup, which is, anyone got any idea what we're supposed to do now? That's the idea of taking a decision with something and not having anything follow it up with. Yeah, we've seen this a couple of times before. Seeing it now. Yeah. Um, so maybe at this point, Absamar was chosen to lead them. <laughs> You'll do. <laughs> what? Yeah. So all we know for certain is that Absamar was chosen to lead this crew of mutineers. Soon they had control of the whole fleet. Nice. And soon they were dreaming big. After all, Leontius was a usurper. It's so easy to imagine usurping a usurper. It's not like he's an established emperor. No, it's true. If he's in charge, why can't we be in charge? (laughs) So, first things first, what's really important here, Absamar. That's hardly a royal name, is it? No, I need a name that's 
has really good connotations. Yeah. That's what he thought. Yeah, really good. Emperor that runs through history as one that's amazing and yeah. respected. Won't go for Augustus because that's more of a title now. Can't no, do that. No. Who's next? Ty- Tiberius. I'll go with Tiberius. That's the one with the mullet, isn't it? Yeah, 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 and a mullet. Yeah. Excellent. Really good reputation, yeah. Right. Tiberius. Why am I just the other Tiberius? It doesn't matter, sir. <laughs> Well, interesting, you, you mentioned the other Tiberius. Well, for a start, Tiberius seems to be a popular name at this time. If you remember, Justinian II's son ends mm. up being called Tiberius. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, so obviously Tiberius is doing the rounds as a name. Tiberius I wouldn't have been popular, because uh, he was a dirty pagan. Yeah. Yeah, uh, not a good old Christian emperor. But Tiberius II, if you remember, he was the emperor who took over when Justin II went absolutely stuck raving mad. Oh, chickens. Yeah, yeah and um, <laughs> Tiberius II was able to say, no, I will calm this situation, I will take over. He was really well-liked, the plague suddenly disappeared, mm. uh, and everyone thought he was brilliant yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe this is uh, Tiberius III, Apsimar, going, yeah, no, I, I will calm this situation. Yeah, fair enough. I'll come in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's the plan. Tiberius three, and then they needed a plan. It was decided the plan would be sail back to Constantinople, and take the throne. Brilliant. Foolproof. Yeah. It was it was a good good plan. It didn't yeah. take too long. It didn't even take minutes. It was just a really quick meeting. Yeah. How hard could it be? Excuse me, sir. I've got a few things to query. Be quiet. Yeah. Taking the fun out of this. <laughs> so off they went. Now, okay, to be fair, there was slightly more planning than just that, because they didn't land in Constantinople, but across the water in a town not far away. And once there, they sent feelers into the city. Oh, I think like Kraken or something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or cats. They're sending cats. Yeah, cats. They're big whiskers. Yeah. Or just like really long hearing aids. (laughs) A big hearing funnel thing. Yeah, big funnels, but with really long... Tubes so they can hear into the city. Nice. Yeah. Possibly to their expectations, they found out that the Greens were not best pleased with this new emperor who had usurped with the help of the Blues. That's not great, is it? Nope. So the Greens were able to be bribed, and in turn, they bribed some of the holders of the keys. <laughs> Men who had sworn oaths to keep the keys of the city safe. And uh, they broke their oaths. Yeah, okay. Probably. Unless their oath was, I solemnly swear to keep the keys you bestowed to me safe from all enemies of the Romans, unless I am heavily bribed. (laughs) In which case, screw you. (laughs) I'll pocket the cash. (laughs) Ha ha. Ha ha. So if that was the oath, they didn't break any oaths. But I I don't think that was the oath. Possibly. No. Um, Anyway, as mentioned last episode, it did not help that plague had swept through the city. Uh, it just wasn't prepared for Tiberius's men to also sweep through the gates. Then we catch up Yay. with Leontius's episode. Leontius loses his nose. He was monked, thrown in the monastery. Tiberius is now emperor. Nice. Realising that the taste of usurpation was in the air, he decided give command of the armies to his brother, who has the name Heraclius. Oh, brilliant. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. I assume that was a name change as well, although I didn't see that anywhere. But it seems unlikely he was called Heraclius, but he is now. Anyway, first decision. What to do about Africa? Write a song about it. 
<laughs> just lament. Yeah. Well, because he's a good inventor. Maybe he writes he writes a song Africa that was then Toto. uncovered by Toto. Yeah. Yeah. Toto's cover of Tiberius' song was really quite good. Yeah, it's I enjoyed good. it. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much what he decides. Okay. You're not too far off. Uh, really. He decided it simply was not worth the effort to try and hold back <laughs> the storm so far away from the capital. Let it go. We have lost Africa. Just hold a money raising concert. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It's gone. We, we need to give up on it. Instead, he decided they need to concentrate on the border with the Caliphate. Caliphate is a serious threat. Mm. We've lost Africa. Accept it. Let's focus on the border between Anatolia and Syria. The Syrian border. Where yeah. we have a land border. We need to sort that out. So, first of all, he sends his brother Heraclius into the area with some troops. There's a lot of raiding going on. And uh, that needs to be sorted, as per usual. But then news starts to come through. This plague that everyone had been suffering from has now hit Syria. And the Caliphate were really suffering. So, using this to their advantage, we have some evidence that the Romans at this point managed to raid deep into Syria and win several victories. Okay. Yeah, we're actually seeing some attacking here. Theophanes claimed that they killed 200,000 Arabs, took a large amount of booty and gave the Arabs, <laughs> and I quote here, a bad scare. <laughs> Massacring 200,000 people is definitely a bad scare in my book. My gosh, that was quite frightful. <laughs> gave me the heebie-jeebies. Now, for a while, they managed to gain territory in Armenia, but then they kind of lost it again. We have few details. But generally, things were looking more positive for the Romans than they had done for a very long time. They're on the offensive again all of a sudden. That's some positive points. Yeah. It's looking similar to how it was at the start of Justinian II's reign. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not looking too bad. So, Al-Malik, who is still the caliphate, responds with a large invasion. Time to sort the Romans out once and for all. However, as far as we can tell, this invasion was beaten back very successfully. Yeah. Another victory for Rome that we have very few details on. In fact, I've just told you all the details. <laughs> and some of that was speculation. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. But still, generally, things going well. Whilst all this is going on, we know that he ordered the seawalls of the city to be repaired. That's good. You, you don't want people just coming in through the walls no. and killing you. Now, he had launched a, a sea invasion himself during his coup. Mm. Uh, so obviously he looked at the walls and went, when well, I'm emperor, I need to be more impressive than that. I could take that. Maybe waterproof them. Yeah, exactly. So they built like a cardboard before. They just get soggy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Laminate them. Another great invention by him. Yeah. Then one day he heard a rumour. <gasps> the son of a wealthy patrician named Badanis, or Vandanis, or Vandans, depending on how you want to pronounce that. Let's go for Badanis. Yeah. Because that's how it's written down here. Nice. Um, yeah. Anyway, this son of a wealthy patrician, Badanis, had had a dream. He had dreamed that an eagle had shaded his head whilst he was sleeping. Right. Ring any bells? No. No? It was a while ago. It's in season one, to be fair. Yeah. We have come across this before. Do you remember Marcion? I, I can't even remember the last episode, Rob. Right. We recorded that ten minutes ago. Well, you were quite angered by this. You... Oh, about a city you will be emperor. Be- city thing like you'll be emperor because an eagle happened to fly over your head at one point in your life. That kind of rubbish. Yeah. That kind of shizzle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Marcion, if you remember, this is going way back. He was captured by Gesseric. Right. Remember him? 
Yes. Yes, there we go. Yeah. Clickle recognition. And um, Gasseric saw an eagle shaving... Shave, shaving? Shaving his head, set up the shop. Um, shading his head and uh, said, oh, you'll be emperor one day. Make sure you don't attack the vandals when you're the emperor. So Marcion didn't when he was emperor. Absolute rubbish. Yes, it was absolute rubbish. Anyway, Badanis had obviously heard this story as well and he claimed that he had had this dream. Right. Eagle shave, shaving the head? No, it's not shaving the head. I keep saying it. Shading the head. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Tiberius heard about this. And he's very watchful for any potential usurpers. And anyone talking about having links to prophecies of people becoming emperors in the future, he's not happy about Send it. Send him an IG a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It's his guilt coming through, though, to be fair. Well, yeah, exactly. He, he, he knows that he's ripe for being usurped himself. So, only one sensible thing to do. Oh, kill, kill the guy that dreamed it. No, 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 he's oh. exiled. Oh, okay. Where best to exile people, he thought. Well, uh, Charson. Yes. Seems good. That's where the old Emperor Justinian was, after all. Yeah, so send him up there. Let's group all the people that hate me together in one place. (laughs) Well, speaking of Justinian, Tiberius had just received some troubling news. The ex-Emperor had fled his exile. He's gone missing. He's gone rogue. Uh, He's gone to the Khazars, in fact, on the east coast of the Black Sea. Not only that, he'd married the Cargan's sister. Ooh, that's a bit fighty. Yeah, so Tiberius, again, worried about usurpation, decided to put an end to this exiled emperor before he became a problem. Good call. So he sends word to the Kurgan of the Khazars that if uh, Justinian happened to, I don't know, die, uh, the Romans would look very favourably upon them. He received word back shortly from the Kurgan. Leave it with me. (laughs) Anyway, next up was the Cyprus problem. If you remember, Justinian, in his first reign, had set Cyprus up as a buffer state between the Empire and the Caliphate. Yes. Yeah. But then also had removed lots of Roman citizens from the island, because there must have been some unrest there. It's not clear what. Tiberius sends an envoy to Damascus and asked for Roman prisoners from Cyprus to be returned to the island. And Al-Malik agreed. And soon, many started returning to the island. Nice. That's nice, though. It's nice, isn't it? Tiberius also built several forts on the island so the Roman population could defend themselves easier and feel more secure. That's considerate. That is considerate. Then word came through that Al-Malik was dead. Oh, that's sad. And his son, Walid, had taken over. Interesting, thought Tiberius. I hope he's nice to deal with. Well, I mean, Tiberius has done fairly well against the Caliphate so far. Yeah. And now, new caliph in charge. Maybe now is the time to push things a little bit further. We've been cool. we've done well in Syria. Maybe it's time to get Syria back. Leave some uncertainty there. And perhaps they could also make use of the sorry, what's that? What? What the There's a Bulgar army outside the gates. What? where did they come from? <laughs> what? And and Justinian's leading them. What? Was pretty much what happened one Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just sitting there with war paint on, feathers in his hair. Yeah. Twitch in his eye. Yeah, oh yeah. Shirt Strap off. On nose. <laughs> Glad you said no. <laughs> Justin had a wide selection of strap-ons. I can't believe we got through a two-hour episode <laughs> on Justinian and we made no strap-on jokes about his nose. How did we manage True. that? And we're not going to today. No. We're, we're above, above that. that. We're yeah. going to rise above. Yeah, we're mature. We're definitely We're adults. Are. We are. Anyway. <laughs> strap <laughs> So Tiberius learnt that the ex-emperor wanted to talk to him. Tiberius did not see why he should do this. Why on earth would I do that? 
The walls could easily hold this relatively small Bulgar force out. There's no way they can take the city. Meetings then would have been had to see what could be done. Now, we've got no mention of this in the sources, but I'm guessing talks with the deems would have happened, talks yeah. with the palace guard were taking place, just in case some miracle Justinian managed to get into the city. Who's going to stay loyal? Yeah. Who's yeah. not? I'm guessing the keys were secured, so Justinian could not do what Tiberius had done to Leontius yeah, just... by bribing the holders of the keys. Yeah. Like, you they, you're the holder of the keys. Here's some cash. <laughs> Don't accept any more cash from anyone else. <laughs> or just lock them up. Oh, in a key box. No, lock the holders of the keys up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. in a key box. A big one. Massive. There's lots of key holders just hung up with their collars. <laughs> yeah. Holding the keys look a bit sad. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see my family now? No! No! Hold the key! Oh. Um, yeah, so they were checked upon. <laughs> it's just a room below the throne room. <laughs> just 12 men hanging, each oh. with a different sized key. Yeah. All looking sad. He's got the palace keys, the other one's got the ones to the gates. Yeah. One's got ones to the toilets. Yeah. He's always getting up and down. <laughs> People coming in. Gerald, can I have the toilet key? Yes. <laughs> Make sure you bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they were checked upon, and it was fine. They all had their keys skipped Good. still. No one had uh, been bribed. No one had been de-hooked. It's mm -hmm. fine. Yeah, who knows how much reassurance Tiberius got, but what we do know is that after three days, Tiberius suddenly got news that Justinian was in the city. Not only that, he had supporters. Now, that's interesting, considering the Blues had supported Leontius's uprising yeah. when he had usurped Justinian. So, would the Blues really support Justinian coming back? Because they'd supported his downfall. But equally, the Greens had put Tiberius on the throne, so would they support him being usurped? Oh dear. So, who knows if any of the Deems went on to Justinian's side. There's no record of it, no. but maybe they did for the right price. <laughs> yeah. uh, we just don't know. Um, I would anyway. never betray my emperor with that cash. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind if I do. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Tiberius goes on the run. He was caught before he got far. Uh, he possibly managed to get to a nearby city, but he was uh, he was caught very quickly. Soon enough, we're back in the Hippodrome. Oh, fun. Back in that scene. This time you're with Tiberius, whilst he's thrown on the floor, a foot placed on his neck, and Aww. he's kneeling down, looking across at Leontius. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, they watch the races for a bit. And then he's dragged through the streets, and he is beheaded. And also his brother was hanged. Oh, nice. Yeah. And there you go. That is Tiberius Three. Oh, that was, well, not fun for him, but... No. But, I mean, quite an eventful life for him. I mean, he seems to have just been a bit of a peasant boy uh, who rose through the ranks, managed to become emperor, and then was killed. Rose through the ranks. <laughs> so, let's rate him. Fightius Maximus. Okay, well, he's, he's done better than Leontius. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was in the battle for Carthage. Yeah. He took over in a coup. He pushed into Syria for the first time that, since it's been taken. We see some real pushing into yeah. Syria here. Uh, he repelled the caliphate for quite some while. The caliphate yeah. really never managed to dent him. Um, well, he's got the army background, hasn't he? He's got more of an idea than the suit maker had. Yeah, exactly. Oh, actually, no, no, no. He he led he led armies. Where? He was a general. Yeah. Whereas uh, 
Wasn't an admiral though, was he? No. Um, yeah, I mean, for a while he gained land in Armenia, but then lost it again. I, it's, it's such a shame having so few details. It's really hard to mm. get a, a good grasp on this. But he seemed to do all right. Bad, he he lost in a coup. Yeah. Yeah, and that's about all we can say, really. Four, three. It's it's not brilliant, but it's not terrible. So that is a total of seven for Phytius Maximus. Approvium Crazium. Can you think of anything for this round? Nope. No. Zero. Zero. Success Ultimus. Uh, he helped the people of Cyprus. <laughs> he he, he got the Cypriots. Yeah, he, he got some prisoners back. He set them back up on their island and he gave them some forts so they could defend themselves in the yeah, future. Sure. That's pretty nice. Yeah. That's pretty good, actually. I think he also helped restore the, 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 the positivity as well because he had a lot of positive things going on which yeah. I think would have impacted the people. Yeah, I mean. Most of them. Pride. You can imagine if Justinian hadn't come back without his nose and with his strap on, yeah. um, Tiberius may have gone on to do some decent things. Yeah. Uh, but he was cut short. Literally. Yeah, a good foot taken off the top of him. <laughs> well, the detail's really hard, though, because we're, we're only speculating, which yeah. we never do in this podcast. <laughs> exactly. It's it's hard. Um, he doesn't do a terrible job, but there's nothing amazing. I'm going to give him going to give him three points for helping the oh, thing exactly the same. Do I give him another one for just generally doing all right? No. I'm <laughs> sticking on three. <laughs> I'll match that. Six. Okay. Image of How's he looking? There he is. Wow. Oh, he's got a beard. You know what? For a coin, he's looking pretty sharp, I'd say. Yeah, very detailed. He's got long flowing hair, neat trimmed beard. Medieval kingly hair, isn't it? Yeah. Very puffy out at the bottom. Yeah. Slightly. Nice, yeah, nice beard. Big glaring eyes looking slightly to the left. One looks looking more to the left than the other, so that's interesting. He's, he's got a spear. He's holding... I can see his hand this time as well. Yeah, he's holding it in front of him. Almost clutched to his chest as if to go, Me? Emperor? <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Um, but I mean, that's the message, isn't it? It's a defence message and a, yeah. a strength message. I think he looks pretty good. Yeah, so he's, he certainly stands out. He's one I would remember. You could cast Vigo Mortensen as him from Lord of the Rings. Oh, you so could. You could. He's got that, that neat beard and he's got that long hair. I mean, I'm choosing to take that fringe as part of his crown, so I'm not actually imagining him with a fringe, because that would be awful. Oh, yeah. But maybe that is a fringe. Oh, that's a bit depressing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. No, it's part of his crown. No one had a fringe in history. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not even in the 80s. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm quite impressed. I'm going to go. I mean, it's not amazing, but for a coin, it's not bad. Seven. Seven. I think I'll match that, because I like his little pursed fish lips as well. Yeah, okay. So that is 3.5 for Imagofacius. And you know how long he lasts. No, I don't. If you were paying attention, you do. <laughs> All of the listeners are shouting it down their headphones right now. Louder, I can't hear you. Louder. Five years. No. It's literally written here in front of me that you can see. 705 years. <laughs> he rolled from 698 to 705. Um... <laughs> Taking us back up to Justinian's second rule. That is seven years. Nice. Over double the length of, of his predecessor. Yeah. It's a shame there's so little on him. Yeah. Yeah. In a new century as well. Yeah, we're in the 700s now. Not too long until we finally hit halfway point. Really? Both series. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's going on for a while, isn't it? Yeah. Bloody no, Romans. Oh, we're way over halfway in terms of emperors. There were just yeah. more in the first half of time period. But yeah, we're not even halfway through in terms of time. 0 0.8 something. 0 0.85. 0 0.88 for the tempo completer. Nice. 
That gives him a score of 17.38. Sorry, just type in the date. You're jumping the gun a bit there, am I? <laughs> Sorry, did I, did I just fill in the Genesis R cell on the spreadsheet? I haven't even discussed it. <laughs> Assuming you won't get it. <laughs> I apologise, Jamie. I really did jump the gun there. I think we need to discuss this before you make those decisions. <laughs> you know, I, I will delete it. Thank you. I'm pressing delete now. There you go. Right. There is now no longer in the Genesis R column. Okay. Yeah. Now let's go let's outside go. the room and talk about it. Okay, here we go. Do they have a certain Genesis R? Can I press zero now? Yeah, now you can. There we go. Zero. And on my spreadsheet, it comes up as a little cross with an yeah, X in it. That's quite nice, nice, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. There we go. So right. you press one if it's a, a yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not many. Leontius, I forgot to put his thing in. He didn't get it either. There we go. There aren't, haven't been many, have there? Oh, they're in, not in order. Yeah, they're not in order. Yeah, it's been a while since we've uh, had the spreadsheet out, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, we'd stopped using it for a while. I have no idea why, but it's back. Um, anyway, where has Tiberius 3 ended up? He has ended up below Gratian, but he is better than Poopianus. Yes. <laughs> Which everyone wants to be better than. <laughs> That's true. It's like a, a watershed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, benchmark. So. That's what you just as long as you're better than Poopy Anus, it's fine. But yeah, if you're you're asking about um series two Emperor's Jenny Caesar and how they're doing, mm. so far in series two we've had Leo, yes, Leo two no, Zeno no, but then we had Anastasius, yes. Yeah. Then Justin no, then Justinian yes, and Justin two yes. Yeah. Tiberius two no. Maurice, yes. We, oui, monsieur. <laughs> Focus, no. Heraclius, yes, and top scorer. Then yeah. all his descendants, no. <laughs> um, until we get to Justinian II, who got a yes. So actually, they're not doing too bad. We've had, what, how many is that? Seven. Yeah, seven so far this series. That's mm. not too bad. But what's more impressive, if I do this on my spreadsheet, total score, look at the top ten. No, not even the top ten. Let's just look at the top five. Our top five emperors, using the total score, is number one, Heraclius. Wow. Series two emperor. Number mm. two, Aurelian, series one. Number three, Justinian two, mm. series two emperor. Then Constantine, series one. Well, but he was Byzantine, though. He was the first, considered the first well, Byzantine yeah, emperor. Yeah, but he's series, series one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Justinian. So, actually, there were three series two emperors in the top Dominating. five. Yeah, they're doing quite well. And then there's it's all series one for quite a while after that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Maurice is. Oh yeah, Maurice is eighteenth. Yeah, eighteenth. Nice. No, 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 seventeenth. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Anyway, that's a nice little spreadsheet chat. Yeah. I've just thrown on the end there. Not nerdy at all. No, not at all. Anyway, don't forget you can download us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. And you can, if you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, that'd be great. You can send us messages. Leave reviews on iTunes as well. That makes us happy and, yeah, you know, we smile. Definitely do that. Yeah. And and just contact us on Facebook and Twitter. It's, say something it's, nice. Yeah, it's, it's just nice to read. It is. And if you're on Twitter uh, next Tuesday, um, you'll see me very, very excited because I'm seeing Hamilton next Tuesday. I'm seeing Hamilton. Yeah! And I'll put it on Twitter. I was, no, 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 I was going no, to mention no. this in the no. American President's episode, but I forgot. No, what? you can't record a shoot. That's recording day for us. It is recording day. You're going to have to cancel. I've thought about it. You're going to have to cancel, Rob. I'll get in touch with Thea. I'll Skype in. I'll Skype in. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be doing that next week. Cool. What are you doing tomorrow? 
Oh, best thing ever. <laughs> Go on. I'm going to Destination Star Trek in Birmingham. It's like a three-day Star Trek convention. Three days? I'm just, yeah, oh, yeah. You Are can you get going a to all three days? I'm not going to Friday, no. But I'm going Saturday and Sunday. And what do you do there? We're going to see some talks from, from the actors and the makers of the shows. They've right, got okay. lots of things to go and see. They've got um, free talks. Well, we've paid for a few. We're going, we're going to see William Shatner. We're going to see uh, Kate Mulgrew, who played Captain we'll Janeway. Seven of nine. Yeah, no, it's really good. They have props and stuff there. Last time I was there, um, I I was speaking to one guy who made the props in the next Star Trek Next Generation. I didn't realise it was him until I, I asked, oh, can I pick them up? And he said, oh, did you make these? These um, are you making just replicas? These are really good. I said, no, I made them for the show. What? It was amazing. You I do had realize a minigasm. You are in no way allowed to mock me for seeing Hamilton <laughs> at all. No, Star Trek's cool. <laughs> Hamilton's rap and hip-hop. No one likes that, Rob. Uh, Star Trek. Oh, wide open market there. Well, we're both excited. Well, if you listen to our American series as well, we're feedback on our two adventures that we have. Um, But the other thing, (laughs) though, is that if you're going to Oxford on the 9th of November, um, our tickets arrived. We are seeing Rex Factor live. So if you're going to that show... We'll see you there. Yeah. yeah. We'll be the ones wearing the Tataz Rankin t-shirts. Yes. And with Rocky. <laughs> Under one arm. Yeah. And heckling. He's <laughs> back on stage. They don't have a Rocky. We do. We're clearly winning. Yeah, of course we Yeah. Are. Okay, right. Anyway, yeah. we are now just chatting, so we should yeah. probably go. Thank you very much for listening, and all that is left to be said is... I am not a footstool. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Other than that, the details are somewhat sketchy. I haven't got my keys to guitar there, because it's cool. Oh. Keyboard? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. I literally had it out the other day. I don't know where it is. There it is. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's going to be so pleased this is back. We, we have genuinely received um, messages. <laughs> I remember saying uh, it ruined the flow. Well, no, no, we, we, we had someone say, please make sure he never uses that again. But we have since had messages saying, like, oh, I hope Jamie brings the keyboard back. Oh, yeah. 